Hi there, and welcome to to the the Pretty Pretty Dumb Dumb Podcast. Podcast. We're here. Live and not in person. Not in person because I am away right now. I'm very away. Richie's out of the country. He didn't tell anyone he was leaving. I like (laughs) just. I mean, it's okay. The light... (laughs) The light served its purpose for its intended I just amount need to of time. Turn it off really quick. BRB, talk some talk amongst yourselves. Okay, I'm gonna monologue right now. So I just kind of feel like you guys are really gonna enjoy what's happening on this episode because I think we can all agree that we're in a state of crisis, like all the time, and we just don't know how to deal with it anymore because we're all tired. We're tired of being in crisis. So. That's, yeah, like, I know I'm doing this a little bit early and prematurely, but that's, that's going to be the bulk of what we talk about today is just like crises. Oh, I was just like explaining things. You can listen to it in like the playback. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mid crises. Yeah. I was just monologuing. Oh, okay. How's your week going so far? It's so good. I'm in Hawaii right now. Yeah. Thanks for officially telling me. I officially told no one, but like, look I at this. Know. Look at this. Why isn't that your background right now? To see an because, ugly wall? Because the, okay. Well, the. It's okay. Don't drop your computer. <laughs> well, and it's like the table's like pressed up against the balcony. So it's like kind of hard to like get there. Plus like now my face is in yeah, shadows. That's fine. It's not about you. It's about the scenery. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I will sit this way. <laughs> yeah, this is a good way to sit. These chairs are so heavy too. Oh my god! Your upstairs neighbors are like, shut the fuck up. <sighs> I don't care about them. I don't know them. And I'm only <laughs> here for a few days. <laughs> but my week has been good. I went to Spokane, where there was snow on the ground, and now I'm here in Hawaii, where it's high humidity and warm weather. Not today, right now. It's like cloudy, but like I literally don't care because this is way better than being in Spokane. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, the week has been really good. I just like I'm really finding myself forgetting that there's a real life that I'm living at the same time, even though I am fully working my job right now or working my job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working my game. I'm in like the um, middle of the day. <laughs> it's just like it's it's so hard, you know. It's so hard. Yeah, I will say I found out you were in Hawaii by a photo that you posted, and then you tagged Hawaii on Instagram for like five mm-hmm. minutes. I was like, it's just a joke. <laughs> but then you I was like, he so never funny. just look at these tags places. <laughs> Well, it's so funny, though, because, like, so many people messaged me, and they were like, are you actually in Hawaii? Like, you're so poor. It's <laughs> like, okay, um, didn't know that that was going to be how this was received, but, like, good to know that you all think highly of me. Um, a lot of haters. Yeah, and I was like, I literally only posted that photo to my close friends, so that's nice to know <laughs> that my close friends think of me that way. <laughs> It's mainly just it's because it's fine. been so cold here that the thought of you there is like, what? Excuse me? 
I mean, honestly, I don't want to go back because I, it's so much warmer here. Like, it's so much don't warmer. Do it. Don't do I don't it. want to go back and be cold and be miserable, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's good, though. I, maybe I won't. Maybe I'll just stay here forever, siempre. Um, Welcome how, was, how was your week? It's been good. I'm in our official new podcast studio, which is just my apartment, but with this and a studio light but oh she cute she cute i'm excited she cute. to use it with you oh, i'm also excited to use it with you it's um, like you're in hawaii with that background no you can't even tell the difference like we're the same place we're in the exact same place oh <laughs> 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 yeah my week's been good I did two shows on Saturday. I did Roastomania, where I roasted Adam Tiller, our frenemy of the podcast. <laughs> He's a friend most of the time. Who we love to shit talk. We love shit talking him to his face. Yeah. He's our main pod competition. I don't even think that's true. <laughs> I Yeah, I was going to say, like, that's being so generous. <laughs> <laughs> to ourselves yeah <laughs> um but yeah the roast was fun I didn't have a great set which then so for my next show I was at the dope show and I was like what is the point of all this this crowd didn't like my jokes what am I gonna do now and it's too late to change everything like do you ever have those moments where you're just like I um, do I have had that issue where I'm like you're just second guessing your whole all of your choices <laughs> I mean like yes and no like I don't know when I have a bomb I'm like okay am I am I good to go up again like deep down in my bones am I actually good to go up again and then I'm like I have to go up I have to go up because it's if I don't I'm just better. gonna sit in this bomb and then yeah. if I bomb two times in a row which has never happened to me I it'll only happen once (laughs) yeah I like when I bomb and I go to my next show I'm like okay we really have to fucking slay like we have to pop our pussy so hard right now (laughs) and we really have to make this work like this audience is going to love me no matter what Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's what's nice about having two shows in a day though like if it doesn't go well then it's like okay I can redeem myself but then also the opposite has happened where I've done really well the first set and then just you don't even get to enjoy it because you eat shit on the late show and you're like oh that has happened to me more times than not I go into it too confident on the next show and I'm like Mm -hmm. everything's great like there's no way I'm I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing I'm following my calling oh yeah I'm not and then I bomb and I'm like (laughs) what the fuck just happened you I almost just like there's been times where I've like bombed on a second show where I'm just like hey you know what this killed during the first show I want you guys to know that (laughs) okay this This is not me this is on you guys (laughs) it's you guys not me like if you guys didn't want to have fun let me know okay (laughs) what are you doing here I was listening to uh middle of somewhere and Chad Daniels was talking about like shitty late shows that he still has to deal with and i'm like you know what that makes me feel better it, it's just no never one is gonna safe. go away <laughs> yeah it's never gonna go away i've worked with so many headliners who do like the late show and they're just like i don't know what the fuck happened and i'm like i me neither babe <laughs> me neither i don't we know we did our best we tried and we failed it's hard. yeah that was fun so i got to do the dope show 
Saturday night. And those are always fun for me, as you know, I'm addicted to drugs. Yeah. Did you eat like 50 (laughs) edibles again? Because that's like what you do. (laughs) I've never, not one time. Um, no, I just smoked like the other comics, but it was fun. And the, um, the host lit me early, lit me two minutes early for my sober set. He just, it was an accident. But then, so he was like, well, you can do extra time for your high set. And at first I was like, yeah, right. I'm going to want off that stage. But then once I was up there, I was like, oh yeah, here we go. So then I, usually the high sets are five minutes and I did over 10. (laughs) (laughs) And I kept looking, but I didn't see him, but I, so usually for my high sets, I sit on the stool because I'm just very much like, oh my God. Uh, but I made a point not to. I like put a water bottle on the stool and I just pace the whole time. And I guess every time I would like be where the host could see me to like shine the light, I would turn just as he's shown the light at me. So I just missed it like three times. And I was oh, like, I finally just God. checked the clock and was like, I should, I should leave. <laughs> Do you have it all on tape? <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's some clips fun, you though. should post yeah those are mm-hmm. clips you should post yeah i'm so jelly belly i really want to do the dope show at some point yeah you'll do it eventually i will it's on my list yeah it's fine that i'm glad that you've had like a fun show like i feel like mm-hmm. i haven't had a fun show in a while i've had shows but it's just been like well actually no the spokane mm-hmm. show was fun i went to spokane that was a ton of fun mm-hmm. yeah pre-thanksgiving the pre-Thanksgiving show, which yeah. I don't know if I'm down to drive 12 or five hours for 12 minutes again. That was a lot of work. Yeah. I mean, at least you, did they put you up or you had to? No. You, you paid to stay in a hotel. I paid to stay in a hotel and I stayed with Nick. So, I mean, like, mm-hmm. I guess that was still fun, but still <laughs> I lost like $50 no, like seventy dollars doing oh, that show. I, when I did my weekend there, I think I lost probably at least like two, maybe three hundred. Ah, see, yeah, I can't keep living like this. I cannot keep living <laughs> like this, especially given everything that I'm about to complain about later. Oh snap! Oh, I do want to tell you one funny thing. So our friend Joe has a dog named Mac, and. Joe was out of town and I was going to start taking care of Mac yesterday and his dog. Are you not? No. So he had a previous dog sitter. I was transferring yesterday. I got there at two and the dog sitter was like, he's been sick. Like he's thrown up a few times and we're not really sure. So in the meantime, me driving there, Joe like changed his flight so he could come home early. He's like, I'll be there at midnight. And I was like, okay, like I'll be with them until you get there. But as soon as I got there, I think Mac was just playing a game with the other dog sitter. He's like, I want Courtney here. Like as soon as I got there, he's just attacking me. He's fine. Like no issues whatsoever. He was just his normal self. Uh, He's just barfing for attention. He just wanted his dad to come home early. (laughs) I can't believe he came home early. Poor baby. So I got there and then like a half an hour later, Rihanna, his vet came to check on him to give him meds, and she was like, "This dog is fine, but I'll give him this random thing anyways." And she was like, "I can't believe I spent my Saturday doing this. <laughs> can't believe I spent my Saturday here taking so care of this dog making house dog. calls. 
Yep. He got the better of all of us. So I just spent the night of him chewing on me. And then his dad came home at midnight and I was like, bye. <laughs> so, so he's home right now with the dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I texted so him this morning. I was like, did he make it through the night? He's like, yes, <laughs> he's fine. Oh, that sucks. Good. And I got to sleep in my own bed last night. And that is a plus. We do love Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, I've been sweating a lot in the bed here. Okay, I'm going off on a tangent. Anyways, let's move on. (laughs) What's What's chopping your ass? ass? You want me to start? You should start because mine is gross. Oh, okay. Um, As some of you may have been aware, we were supposed to have our pretty dumb comedy show and it got canceled and we were really upset about it. Um we probably don't want to go into too many details, but basically we needed to make an, a certain amount of pre-sales, but no one told us that. So I feel like we probably could have, we would have just done things differently. We would have like, I don't know, told our friends who we knew were coming, Hey, buy tickets. Now we would mm-hmm. just would have promoted things like actually differently. hit people up like, Hey, we have to have pre-sales so the show happens but we just didn't know and we didn't have enough tickets sold so they canceled it and it was a really big bummer we put a lot of effort into it we were both so excited for the show like yeah weeks leading up to it like this is all we've been talking about and yeah it sucks like obviously we're not as angry as we were but that you know definitely I, was like, asses. <laughs> I was definitely like reflecting on this like on the plane ride here I was just thinking and like sitting and like praying and like pondering and like wondering and <laughs> like contemplating the yeah what's another synonym <laughs> <laughs> I was doing all of those things in my head and that you do and I was like thinking about it and it's like you know what maybe now like that we've calmed down and just realized like this happened we can like take the lessons that we've learned here and like now we know in the future when we're planning a show like what questions to ask and like Mm -hmm. what to look for like I just feel like we were silly dumb dumb dodo heads it to some degree about like it was just like an opportunity that was like too good to be true and we're like this is amazing this is perfect we're getting paid a lot of money to run a show and Mm -hmm. we didn't ask any of the questions that we should have asked that like ultimately like I should have known to ask like as someone who like has run shows in the past like I should have known we both should have known but that's okay lesson learned yep now we know and it's not like a like a specific to us thing like no people have shows canceled all the time for all sorts of reasons it's just Mm -hmm. when it's the first time and you've put so much effort into it like we had really pretty flyers we posted them all over downtown in the freezing walked around in the cold (laughs) we walked around in the cold (laughs) stapling things fucking Post. Yeah, and I I mean like granted I had Ugg boots on, but still it wasn't <laughs> my hands were cold. My hands are also cold. And then yeah, we had like little flyers we we're gonna hand out day of that I kept in my car afterwards for a few days. So when I had the anger of the show being canceled, I would just crumple one up and throw it on the floor and did that a few times and that made me feel better. That does that's good. Yeah. yeah let out your anger and aggression yeah. and rage. It does feel nice to just destroy something that it doesn't matter if you destroy it. Like in high school, I got really mad at a 
my boyfriend. So I like punched a picture frame, but then like got bloody and like destroyed this thing. Like obviously we didn't break up. So it's like, it's nice to just destroy a thing that's not going to hurt anybody <laughs> except yeah, the planet. I, I love, I love rage things like that. When I was like in high school, <laughs> I would take a shovel and I would just like bang the ground with it because I just like was so angry all the time. It's like teenager. slapping the ground or you're just like digging holes like someone's going in this. I mean like more or less the <laughs> second thing but it was like very aggressive. I was just angry. Your dad's like do we have a mole? What's happening? <laughs> yeah he was like you know what are you burying? I'm like my anger. <laughs> this <laughs> won't come out until water. years later. <laughs> Just the most disgusting tree ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah, it's good to let out those rageful feelings. I don't know. I haven't been, mm-hmm. like, ragefully angry in a while. But wait, hang on. Okay. So I do have something that did chat my ass that happened while I'm here, okay. while I was here. So once upon a time, I went to this gay bar with uh, my boyfriend and oh my god while I was here I ran into someone that I knew from Seattle and we the three of us went to this gay bar together to go dancing and like this random white woman we'll call her a woman because she was acting like just I don't know not well anyways <laughs> so she has to be a woman <laughs> she walked up to me and she was like, you're not from here, are you? And I was like, no. Like, And she was like, yeah, I can tell because you don't fuck with Lizzo. And I was like, dancing on the dance floor to Lizzo. So I was like, I don't know. <laughs> like, none of this is adding up. And I was like, are you from here? And she was like, mm-mm. And so I turned around and just ignored her. I was like, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> and then she like came and got in my face and got in like the face of like my friend and my boyfriend and she was like guess where I'm from guess where I'm from guess where I'm from and I was like I don't know like another island here and she was like "Mm -mm, you're never gonna guess and I was like I don't know are you from like California and she was like no and then like they also tried to guess where she was from and eventually it came out and she was like you're never gonna guess oh no I said I said Alabama and I was like you're from Alabama aren't you and she was like no and then someone else who didn't hear me say that also was like you're from Alabama (laughs) and she was like no and I was like okay but she goes I'm actually from Jacksonville Wyoming and I literally Jackson so I literally look at her and I was like no one gives a shit I I was like who gives a shit that's such a fucking gross place she's like I give a shit I'm from Jackson I was like no one fucking cares if you're not from Wyoming you don't know no one I literally like what like what's even happening in Jacksonville Wyoming like Jacksonville is in Florida oh is it Jackson Hole yes okay but if you're from there then you just call it jackson like oh i live in jackson but it's jackson okay. hole it's a very touristy town it's like right i literally at the have base never of heard of Grand that until just now <laughs> this whole it's time like i thought she said jackson area <laughs> um yeah it's very touristy so it's very expensive to live there it's like known as like one of the nicest places to live i think kanye's ranch or whatever is somewhere outside of jackson so it's like it's like the ritzy kind of area of wyoming but it's like it's still in still wyoming, wyoming. <laughs> like it's still wyoming like who gives a shit 
<laughs> no one cares. My cousin lived there for a couple years and we went and visited her and it's like, okay, well, this is, there's like four restaurants we can go to. And we're like, all right, all right, let's, we'll go there. You get your picture by the big, uh, like antler arch. That's what the tourists do in Wyoming. <laughs> so she got what you a, good. What she's a, like, you're from Seattle. Oh, ever heard of Jackson? Literally did not even like, ask me where I'm from. <laughs> Just was like, you're not from here. And it's like, well, neither are you, you fucking honky. Like, <laughs> oh, that's so weird. Like, she just wanted to tell people where she was from. And she, I was like, you're at a gay bar. Like, can you act properly? Like, <laughs> you're a guest here. <laughs> We will you ask you to leave. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. People like that are just so fucking stupid and annoying. I hate bitches who wander into gay bars and act like they're the fucking star. It's like, right. you are a extra at best. Okay. <laughs> I know. That's why I hated going to gay bars with my friend because even though he is straight, he would just get all of the attention and I'd just be like, I don't like this. Your straight friend would take you to gay bars? <laughs> because they were near his house and he had a bunch of gay friends and stuff so we'd just meet up with them but I was always like this is not why I'm here I mean like yeah it's, it's not always best about that you me. don't go it's not yeah. <laughs> it's not I can be a supportive ally from outside the window that's right we'll take your money though <laughs> <laughs> what else has been dropping your ass by the way I feel like I totally cut you off no, I don't know what I was saying. Okay. Um, this was the thing that I wrote down, and I think that this is just, like, really topical. Um, the thing that's been trapping my ass has been my literal ass. Um, it's just been really hard to bottom lately. Like, I haven't been able to get, like, <laughs> ready, ready. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just been, like, it has not been, like, the cleanest or I've not been like the like you know cleanliness is close to godliness and like I've not been godly I've not been this godly this is where you'd say you're hail satan yeah I've been much closer <laughs> to lucifer our lord <laughs> our dark lord I've been much closer to him lately and it's just like that's not really want my bottom half to be I want my bottom half to be godly gotcha yeah Do you so you think it's because you're traveling I think it's because I've been taking probiotics <laughs> and like I can either have gut health or whole health like it's literal you I have choose. to choose and I don't want to have to choose like I just want both I want my gut healthy and I want my whole healthy and well I feel like, like gut health would equal you know health. you would think but I don't know if that's true hmm. I'm gonna be honest like I don't know if it's true and it's been really hard Maybe you're specifically for my boyfriend so. <laughs> he's the one that's to clean it up <laughs> yeah I'm like sorry about that <laughs> but I mean like honestly it's okay it's okay he loves me it's fine it's totally fine everything's fine <laughs> but yeah that's been what's been trapping my ass so if like there's anyone here who listens and is like I know how to have healthy booty time let me know <laughs> healthy booty time <laughs> yeah but those are like my two things those are the two like people from jackson hole wyoming coming to hawaii and coming into gay bars and being annoying and um <laughs> just that yeah and like i really just wanted to complain i feel like that was like my main I thing i love complaining about these things it's so dumb <laughs> my cousin and i um so she lives in wyoming she lives in casper but we did a little 
like n- overnight trip to Boulder because we had never been Colorado. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we're like, oh, it's gonna be so cool. Like it's like a super cool like hipster town. And we got there and like did the shopping, like the touristy stuff, and then we went to the hotel. We're like, let's eat an edible and then let's go to dinner. And then we went to dinner. And as soon as we were done, like we were going to, we planned out our whole night. We like put chokers on. Like we were 22. We're like, we're going to go out. We're going to get hit on by men. This is going to be great. But as soon as we got to the restaurant and then ate our food, we were both like, should we go back to the hotel and watch movies? (laughs) So we didn't even do anything at Boulder. We're like, we went to the Trader Joe's and got a bunch of snacks. And then we went back to the hotel. (laughs) Sometimes that's nice though. Like we've been doing that too. Like we, like last night we went out on like a little like sunset cruise. And like afterwards I was just like, let's just get food and go home. And it was like the best. It was awesome. But also like, I think I'm at the age too, where I'm like, I do not have to go hard every single night that I'm out yeah. on a vacation. Hell no. I just love to appreciate a nice, clean hotel. Mm-hmm. It's Thank nice. It's been great do it doing all. that. I just, I, and I just want to rest and recharge. I just want to rest and recharge. Yeah, I hear you. Okay, so today's topic is crisis and what to do in a crisis because I'm in a full mental crisis right now. Let's just hear it. Just unleash. <sighs> So I'm getting probably laid off and they offered the company that I work for offered a package deal that would give me essentially like four and a half months of severance, which is pretty good. All things considered, like as far as like severance packages go, but I just like, I don't know what to do. And like, I've, I've, I've already decided that I'm going to like take the package. Like that's going to be what I'm going to do. So it was either that or you could wait it out and see if you even get laid off. Yes. But like long story short, like the odds are not in my favor for me to be kept on. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to take the deal. And I signed up for the deal today and I find out whether or not I'm like approved for it by next week. Oh, so you can not be approved. I could totally not be approved to take the deal. Yeah. And then what? You're just, you have to work there or can they still lay you off? Uh, they could still lay me off. That's so weird. Yeah. There's a lot of factors that go into that, but like, okay. yeah, it's, so I was like, okay, I'm just going to take the deal. Cause like, this is as good as it's going to get as far as like yeah. severance packages go. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, like that's fine and dandy. Like, we'll just make this work somehow. But it is just, like, such a scary prospect. And I'm, like, fully in crisis mode because I'm, like, I've never not worked. And the unknown is so scary. And it's, like, I've never not worked. I've never not had a job. And I've never not, like, always been working on multiple things. Except for that, like, time I was a manager at Nordstrom. Like, that was, like, the only time where I just worked. Like, but most of the time I was, like, working and going to college or like going to work and also working on being a stand-up comic and like it's just it's always been something or like it was like I was working and it was COVID which like isn't really like a second thing but it's also like I don't know that was like a crisis in and of itself Mm -hmm. so I don't know like my plan now is to just like take the four and a half months and like spend time recharging 
working on being a stand-up comic slash entertainer slash writer and then also work on um like doing more stuff with the podcast with you and then like also work on like maybe finding a new job whether that be like a part-time gig or a full-time something like in the Mm -hmm. next like I don't know like after the once my layoff layoff starts like I'll probably like spend like two months working on the first few things and then like after that I'll start like looking for a job because yeah I don't know it's just tough it's tough how do you do that it is definitely scary like I got laid off several years ago and it was very unexpected like we didn't know it was happening it was just we all got to work and then the whole board that owned the company was there and just started having meetings with everyone and by the end of the day, like half of us were laid off and we're like, okay, this is okay. It's, it was definitely shocking. So I understand the, uh, what, like what is happening, mm-hmm. but at least you get to choose and yeah. it is nice knowing like now you can kind of plan it out. Like you still have your job right now, which is nice, but also like four months of paid work is a lot. And it's nice to know that that's going to come in. And now you just get a little bit of cushion time. So I also got a severance when I got laid off and knew that what I was doing wasn't going to make me happy. I had no interest in the job that I had. It was just a job to get by, but I knew that I really wanted to walk dogs, but I couldn't convince myself to quit my okay paying job to go chase this dream that I had. Cause I was like, walking dogs how do I even know how to make that happen but once that decision got made for me I was like oh now's my opportunity to start my business so I just took my severance I didn't get another job right away I took my severance I paid someone to build my website I just kind of started my business right then because I was like oh well if I don't want to be on unemployment forever then I need to figure out how I can work for myself So it is scary, but it's also exciting because like, you're going to get through it no matter what. It's just Mm -hmm. this unknown. We're always like that. That's the scariest thing. Our brain just does this super amped up thing of like, Oh, what are all the things that could possibly go wrong? Let's think about those. And it's like, yeah, but there's so many cool things that can go really right that you haven't even thought of. There's so many things that could go right. And it's also just like, I don't know. It's so scary today I feel like everything is so hard and so expensive and it's like this is the first year in my life where I didn't feel like I was like struggling mm-hmm. <laughs> financially and the and world's then were like, like guess what bitch I mean basically yes I was like <laughs> I was like oh okay I guess like financial stability is not a thing that I get to hold on to and that's fine and it's like I should be used to struggling at this point but I'm just like I just I'm not I'm not. I don't yeah. Once you're in yet. a comfy spot, then it's hard to just be like, wait, 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 wait. I had it so mm-hmm. good and I took it for granted. Yeah. I mean, like, I always knew that it was like, I don't know if I like, I don't know if I took it for granted per se. Cause like, I just, I spent so many years like working on commission and like living paycheck to paycheck that like it was nice not seeing my bank account go to like zero dollars like a week before payday. Mm-hmm. and then like now I'm just like oh my god like how am I supposed to get by again like I don't know the scary thing really for me is, is just like 
I think I was telling my boyfriend this, I have never placed such a huge bet on myself before. Like I've always like kind of played it somewhat smart. Like there's definitely been times where I like don't do my research and I just jump right into something, Mm -hmm. but it's like, for the most part, it's been like pretty safe. Mm -hmm. Like when I went to uh, this company that's laying me off now, that was like a big risk for me. That was a big unknown, but it at the same time was like, well, it's a job. So it's like, there's going to be income coming in, but I don't know. Like I forgot where I was going with this. (laughs) Well, there are lots of jobs that are, I feel like people like you kind of start out, like you're kind of in the tech industry and once you're kind of in a, a field or like a direction, it's hard to see all the other options that are out there, but there are so many different things you can do to make money. And like, you're still making money doing comedy. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's not going to be like, you're making no money. It's just like, you're not getting a pay stub, like just the way that comedy works. It's, it fluctuates a lot, but you'll also have a lot more time to dedicate and to really grind and then get more shows and then get more money. So it's, yeah, it's just, just seeing opportunities in different places, but I think a part-time job would be good for you because anyone who listens to this podcast knows that you don't like your job. (laughs) I mean, it's so true. And like, that's the other thing too, is like, I totally feel that like, I don't like my job. This is not the field that I want to work in. Like, I want to be a performer. I want to be a creative. And it's like, this is, it's just like, those dreams are so unorthodox, like, people don't expect you to like make it in those fields. But the thing is, is like, it's possible. I know it's possible. I've Mm -hmm. seen it done firsthand for many people. Yeah. Especially now, like people are making an insane living off of making TikTok videos. Okay. You can do whatever you want. (laughs) I can do whatever I want and it will be fine. Like at the end of the day, it's going to be fine. It's just that like, like you said that like your brain just makes you think it's not. It's like, no, I have stability. I need to stay comfortable. This is, no, this isn't, this isn't happening. I need to stay where I'm at. I think also like that feeling I've, I've been asking for like a sign of some kind that like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And like, maybe I hope I'm just not misinterpreting it, but I'm hoping that this is my sign. That's like, you cannot work in HR tech forever because you are meant to go be a performer. You know, there are so many sirens. Can you hear all the sirens? Yes, I think this, nope. Almost gone. I think it's, I think this is a definite, a good opportunity because sometimes it's hard for us to make those hard decisions on our own. Like, like we've talked about before, I'm scared to move to San Diego, but if all of a sudden I found out that my building was being sold or whatever, like you don't have a place to live, then it'd be like, oh, well, instead of just making a lateral move and finding another place here, I could just go to San Diego. Like I could just do, it's nice when things happen and the decisions are made for you. And then you just kind of have to roll with it and like, okay, here we go. It's just like setting you on a forward motion instead of you staying where you're at. Yeah. And I mean, like, I don't know, people have done like crazier things. I feel like than like yes, placing yes, a have. bet on themselves. Like yeah. I don't my know, friends it's... just up and moved to London because she wanted to, she quit her job, her and her dog just bounced on over. Yeah. 
like that's inspiring like that's what I need to hear I need to hear that people are doing it and they're making it and they're like thriving and it's okay and I mean like I don't know I think I think also just like one of the things that like is putting me in a little bit of like a crisis is like realizing that my lifestyle has to change again and it's Mm -hmm. like I've gotten so used to the life that I live right now that it's like okay well like guess we're not going out to eat and getting coffee on a whim and like living buying shoes every other week (laughs) buying shoes every other week we don't need to do that anymore we have everything that we need we don't need Mm -hmm. more things we don't need more things it just sucks that it's like the holidays right now and I'm like there's so many good sales (laughs) there's so many good sales (laughs) yeah but sales are just a way for big companies to get more of your money like hey look this thing you didn't know you wanted now it's even cheaper now you should give us your money and it's like i didn't need that in the first place yeah but it's like i'm so willing to give my money to some of these companies like i'm not gonna, I'm <laughs> like trying to not i'm trying to be a lot more responsible with that like i went to goodwill on black friday and i got four pairs of pants and a skirt and a dress and they had an extra, like, I was like, yeah, this is smarter for me. I can not contribute to waste in landfills. I can save money and still find stuff that I like. Cool. That's but what I, I need did I also buy things on Amazon today with a gift card for, that I got for my birthday? Yes. Yes, I did. But you know what? We're not all perfect. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. I don't know. I, I purposely did not look at any Amazon notification that came on today because I was like I just I know we myself. don't need it we don't well need it. yeah I like impulse bought an exercise bike that I've used like maybe five times and it's like <laughs> that was dumb that was a waste of money sale you can get some dough for the holidays I honestly that's actually a good idea I think I <laughs> <laughs> that's a great idea because I'm definitely not using it right now maybe it's time for that to go what a waste uh, oh well you tried yeah it was it was a good thought it was a nice thought I don't know <laughs> but like yeah I think like just like also I think like this is a really good opportunity for me to practice just like being in the moment and settling in the uncomfortable which I think is like it's something that I actively like try and work on and like just sitting with the uncomfortable but right now I really have no choice but to sit with the uncomfortable because it's about to get Mm -hmm. so uncomfortable yeah I think everyone's first go-to is to block it out how do I avoid it how do I fix this but I mean growing pains are uncomfortable but that's how we get stronger and I want to be stronger. I want to look back at this it. moment and think like, you did it. You gave it a try. Yeah. You succeeded or you failed. Who's to say, you know? Yeah, but either like, way, you'll still be fine. Failing is just not you accomplishing X, Y, and Z in a timeline that you set for yourself. Like, you're not going to be homeless. Like, you have homeless. enough people around you who will be like, okay, it's time for you to go get a barista job, go get a bartending job. Like there are so many things you can do to make money and still go for comedy. But right now you have the extra little bit of money with your, um, what is it called? Severance. Yeah. With your severance. Like you can go to New York for three weeks and just meet comics, get up. Like I have heard like people don't really see huge growth in their stand-up careers until they are all in on stand-up and like the rest of their life kind of fucking sucks for a little bit. (laughs) 
like you're living with roommates and you're just scraping by but when all of your focus is on the one thing that's kind of when things start to happen and i'm not saying that that's what you need to do but i mean it's an option i do feel like that's exactly what's going to happen like that aspect of my life is going to become like my main nine to five for this Mm -hmm. new time for at least for a while just until like the funds run out i guess right like we're gonna figure it out maybe some advice for people going through a similar crisis obviously there there's an unlimited number of crises that a person can go through but we're being kind of specific with the whole losing of a job and figuring out where to go from there but i would say start out with making a budget for yourself like knowing exactly how much you're gonna have come in budget things out so then you know if i don't have a steady income by two months from today then i need to go get a part-time job or Mm -hmm. whatever and i think also the other thing is like i want to create structure still Mm -hmm. like yes i'm gonna be unemployed but like there still needs to be some kind of structure, whether that's like going and exercising every day. If like, if you're not working, there's really no excuse not to exercise and take my health more seriously. And then like, if I'm not working, then like, okay, like what are you to be doing? That's productive. Like, I'm not just going to sit on my ass all day just because I'm not working. So maybe plan your day out sort of like you still have a job. So from nine to five or whatever, still fill those hours with productivity. So you're not just kind of wasting that time Mm -hmm. and that's like that's like I think one of my biggest fears is like I'm just gonna waste this time yeah well then yeah just have a plan for yourself so you don't that's the best way to do it yeah I don't know how do you even I'll figure it out and I'll keep everyone updated as it happens because it's like this is scary (laughs) it's so scary But also talking to your friends and other people who've gone through it, I feel like is another good tip to just kind of like, I mean, therapy obviously is good for everybody, but not everyone can either afford it or just find the time to fit it in. Um, But yeah, just talking to people and just listening and having people listen to you helps when your mind is so all over the place and you're so frantic. It helps to just have a friend be like, it's okay you'll be good yeah and it will be good everything's gonna work out like you said like you're totally right nothing is gonna go like so off the walls crazy that it's like I end up homeless mm-hmm. I don't know I'm trying to think of like what else I had planned for like my crisis but I'm still actually <laughs> like when I when I was like we shouldn't talk about crisis I was like I have a plan and then like in reality I'm realizing like you really don't have much of a plan. <laughs> you just said you were gonna work on being a stand-up but you don't have a plan for that yet I don't know. I think one thing that I also am going to do is I'm just going to get ready for like interviews and stuff once it comes time to that. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, hopefully though, hopefully I will just be transitioning into someone who works as a comic a lot and can get paid enough to live my life Hell yeah. differently than I do right now, but still enough. Mm-hmm. I think you can do it. I think I can too. I think there's a way to make it happen. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. talk to other comics who do it full time and kind of see if they have any tips for starting. Maybe out. that's the other thing too, is like maybe like now's a good time to like take on like more like mentor people who can like walk me through their journey and their process and mm-hmm. like really reaching out to people and being like, How did you do this? 
How can I make this happen for me? Yeah. Am I even ready? Oh, you're ready. You got yes. this. I do got this. It's going to be fine. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. That was oh, wild. Sorry. I couldn't believe I could hear that. <laughs> I couldn't believe I could hear that. Oh, my head hurts. Awesome. Well, I think your crisis is about to be averted. Crisis averted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Diverted. Di- crisis. I don't know. Anyways, there's not going to be a crisis. <laughs> Did you learn anything this week? Um, how about you go first? Okay. So I learned that uh, the island Honolulu is eroding. It's getting smaller and smaller each year. And I didn't know that. And like in a, like a million years, it's going to be really tiny. Oh, we'll all be dead by then. Yeah, the ocean is taking it back. And then one of the other islands, the big island, is growing. It's growing all the time because lava is constantly being flowed into the ocean and it's expanding the island. So does that mean there's more area that you could build on or is it just like the lava, like you couldn't do anything with that? Yeah, no, that's the idea is like it's going to be built on someday. And like Ah. that land is like that future land is already for sale and people have bought like future land that is going to exist one day. That's like under the water right now or Mm -hmm. like hasn't come out of the mountain yet. Like, yeah. Like the island is expanding. Mm -hmm. And people are already buying it. This whole fucking world. Isn't it awful? (laughs) Isn't the world terrible? (laughs) Hey, you want to buy some land that doesn't exist yet? It'll be here in about 20 years. And people are like, I want that. I want it. Yes. Yeah. Here's all my money. Mm-hmm. Any other fun Hawaii facts? Um, that was the. Oh, we're not supposed to take rocks or sand or anything from the island and bring it back. So, because that's bad luck. It's bad juju, and you're not supposed to do that. Is that specifically for Hawaii? Or I mean, is that like, like I, any beach, because I love to take shells from the beach. I definitely think it was like specific to Hawaii in the context that I learned it, but I have heard that about like other places that are like haunted or whatever. You're not supposed to take things from there. Yeah. I did take a picture of a very creepy doll at the Roxy Theater, which apparently is haunted. And now I'm scared that because I took this picture of a creepy thing, that now the creepy thing is in my phone. I don't think that that's how that works always, but. Okay. I think you're probably fine. Okay. Just yeah. want to make sure. <laughs> What's your fact? Did you know that Washington's official state dance is the square dance? <laughs> that is so gross. That's so nasty. Ew. Why? <laughs> um... When pioneers first ventured out west, they brought the French dance of the quadrille, which means square in French. Nope. Nothing exciting. That's awful. Also, Washington's state flag is the only green state flag. That's a good fact. I like that. That's good to know. That'll come handy in trivia one day. Yeah, you said you were coming with Hawaii facts, so I was like, a Washington facts. Here we go. <laughs> you know what? It's good for us to learn more about our home state. <laughs> you want anything else? Give me another one. What do you think the state insect is? A roly polioli. <laughs> a green darner dragonfly. 
I didn't even know that there that was a thing, right. and I didn't even oh, know. Oh, they're everywhere! Wow. Hmm. Okay. Good to know. I like yeah. it. Oh, state flower. Rhododendron. Correct. Good job. Mm-hmm. I know um, some things. Okay. Last one. State bird. A blue heron. No. The American goldfinch. Oh. I don't even know what that looks like, to be honest. It's fine. I think it's gold, based on the name. Probably not. <laughs> a goldfinch? You don't think it has yellow on it? Mm-mm. No. I would put okay, a picture you... of a bird right here of the goldfinch. Can you? So that way. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have the capabilities yet, but I'll try. <laughs> Are you doing any shows this week? Um, Wednesday I'll be at laughs for the showcase. And I think that's all I got. What about you? Um, I land on Thursday back to Seattle and then I'm doing the uh crowd work show at Tacoma Comedy Club and then on the ninth I'm doing Don't Tell Seattle, but I don't know the location. Yeah, you can't. It's just shush, shush. hush hush. Yeah, it's a very secret location though. I know that much. That's awesome. That's a fun time. I didn't know that Tacoma was doing crowd work show. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm really excited about that too. So we'll see. Hopefully I get some cool, cool moments out of that. Get some clips. Clips, have a good time. Be fun. Hopefully I'm not exhausted from flying all night. So it'll be fine. Even if you are, it'll be fun. It'll be crazy. And that's all that matters. We're just having fun. (laughs) Awesome. Well, enjoy Hawaii. Thanks. Enjoy missing me. I'll be home soon. Okay. <laughs> I'll and see you soon. And thanks everyone for watching and listening to the Pretty Dumb Podcast. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.